Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It's Eric Nam. This is Eddie. And uh, we are here for episode two of Commit or Quit. Welcome to your newest, favoriteest show on the internet. Um, we are currently in some place, an Airbnb in California. I don't want to tell you where, um, but we are on lockdown. We are in isolation and we decided that we would start a show where we talk about all the shows that we are binge watching. So we have been <laughs> going through our Netflix and our Vickies and our all these streaming platforms and we said, why not start something where we can have a discussion about what we're watching? By the way, Brian, I'm supposed to be here, but he had a work call that he had to get on. So he's not here, but it's okay. I, I, I would like to argue that we're fine without him. Actually, we're probably stronger. This right. the best episode yet. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So anyways, we're going to tell you a little bit about the concept of the show. This concept is pretty much, we are going to share our reactions and our opinions on the first two episodes of what we're watching at the moment. AKA the latest K-dramas, shows, movies, Itaewon class. You know, that was our first episode. Today, oh man, you're in for something great. At the end of the show, we are going to decide, do we commit to it and finish out the season or the movie? Or do we quit it? We hate it. We're not going to do it. I'm not a fan. Those are the two options, all right? Just to let you know, obviously, this podcast contains spoilers. Because we have to talk about the first two episodes. Um, and we might leak into other parts. But obviously, that's what this podcast is. If you don't like spoilers, then go watch it. Come back and we can have an informed discussion about what we watched. If you are feeling a little lazy and you just want a synopsis and you want a little bit of the overarching themes and points, this is a show for you to just kind of get introduced and then you can go watch it if you are so inclined. Or if we quit it and you don't want to watch it, you don't have to. Um, On today's episode, we're going to introduce a new show. It's taken COVID-19 and isolation by storm. It is single-handedly holding up both 2020 and Netflix's entire catalog by providing us with attempted murders, truly bizarre marriages, poorly executed yellow highlights, mullets, nipple piercings, and ferocious cats and kittens. Today's the day we discuss Tiger King. So everybody, sit back, relax, and enjoy this mind-blowing thought-provoking, life-changing podcast, Commit or Quit. Let's go. Hey, uh, what do you want to watch? I don't know. Oh, I actually heard this is really good. What do you say? Should we commit or quit? All right, so welcome to Commit or Quit. We're kicking off the second episode with Tiger King. And uh, in place of Brian Nam, we have somebody who I think might be better we have <laughs> maybe, you know, a new new best friend for us, June Lee. Hey, June, what's up? How are you? Hey, guys. I, um, pleasure to e- meet y'all. Well, Eric, I've met Eddie. Yeah, nice that. to meet you. Yeah, I nice mean, I feel like I've seen you and met you before because I see your stuff all over Facebook and social media. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so I I feel like I know you. But, um, well, Eric, you actually, you actually do know him, maybe in passing. You know, he lived like right next to us back in Atlanta. What? Fun fact. I grew up in Marietta, baby. Wait, what? I like… Seriously? This is kind of creepy, but like I, I have a friend that was neighbors in the same… In the cul-de-sac. So I know your house. Like I lived 10 minutes away wow. from you. I lived on Roswell. That's and then, crazy. Yeah. And then we, me and Eddie talked about the Quiznos and the Walgreens and the Starbucks. <laughs> Yo, shout out to that Quiznos for keeping me alive through Yo, high school. Yo, if that Quiznos didn't exist, Eddie would have died of starvation. I'd probably be <laughs> five foot three. I mean five foot… I mean… Barely five foot three. You're barely five foot what? Okay, Eric, Eric's in a mood right now. Okay, I see how this episode's <laughs> gonna go. I'm yes, ready. East Cobb. All right, yo, East Cobb. Shout out East Cobb. Um. Anyways, welcome to the show. We're excited to have you here. Can you just introduce yourself to the Dive Studios fam and our new commit or quit family here? Yeah, uh, my name is June. I go by uh, June Lee Comedy on social media. Um, hence the name. I do content creating and uh. 
I just recently moved to LA for acting, and I am also like an MC. So yeah. awesome, a man of many gifts and talents. <laughs> and some of you guys may know him as Ah Jun Ma mm. as well, um, the uh, the jacked Korean lady walking around H Mart and <laughs> and <laughs> trying to knock down prices and try all the appetizers. And so um, oh, yep, that's no, we're super doing. happy to have you on. Thank you, thank you. For yeah, thanks me, for guys. joining us. Yes. Um, so, I mean, this is a show about binge-watching dramas, movies, whatever. Do you like dramas? Do you like cage? Like, what do you like to watch? I, I, I watch a variety of things. Um, yes, I like… I recently kind of got back into K-dramas because a lot of my, like, followers, like, non-Koreans were trying to, like, get me into it, my friends. So, it's kind of, like, kind of a crazy thought. But, um, yeah, I recently watched Itaewon. Um, right now, I'm watching Kingdom, which you guys should do an episode on. Oh yeah, we. Uh, I've started season two. Eddie, have you have you finished it? Not yet. Um, I need to be in the right state of mind. Yeah, it's this like whole, a lot to deal with. It's a lot to deal with what's going on at this moment. Um, <laughs> but it but it does give you a silver lining of hey, you know this quarantine and. COVID-19 is pretty bad, but it's not as bad as Korean zombies coming to eat you. Yo, there's something about Korean zombies that are just like really intense. Yeah. Um, so before we get more sidetracked, let's just jump into it. Today, we're talking about Tiger King. Oh man, Tiger King is really saving 2020 um, in many ways for me. It's just like… It's one thing that I feel like has united social media and people in isolation. It's the one thing that everybody could talk about. So I'm excited to get into it. So Eddie, give us a synopsis. What is Tiger King about in a few sentences? Yeah, sure. It's actually going to be in one sentence. Um, here's my synopsis. A zoo owner spirals out of control in a cast of eccentric characters in this true murder-for-hire story from the underworld of big cat breeding. Was that your synopsis or Netflix's synopsis? We came up with it together. Oh, you and Netflix. Yeah. Oh. I didn't know y'all were tight like yeah, that. Don't worry about it. Okay, cool. <laughs> yes. So that's a that's pretty much the synopsis. There are a few characters for you guys to know as we go ahead and discuss this show. I would say like the first two episodes, it is Joseph Maldonado Passage. He is Joe Exotic. He's probably I think he's like the main character, right? He's I the main so. character. He is eccentric, animal loving, fame obsessed owner of a private zoo in rural Oklahoma. And he collects big cats and had at one point up to 180 tigers. He is a self-described gay, gun-carrying redneck with a mullet. And he's an extreme narcissist. And I like I was like trying to figure out, do we call him a protagonist? Like, is there a protagonist in this show? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. June, what was your first impression of this guy? Like, if I could… If there was like a picture… If you Google Florida man… Like that's the guy. But he's not he's not Florida, right? He's not. But then like just the whole premise of the show and just it's the mole is kind of gnarly. I wanna know who his barber is. <laughs> like Yo, I wanna know who who highlights his hair. Oh like, that's true. That was my question. Yeah. Like it's a very intentional mullet. It is not only long, but it's like intentionally highlighted. In all the weirdest places. Yeah. I mean he has he has nipple piercings. Which are totally fine. But he has like gunshot tattoos on his stomach. I mean he really is quite the character. And not somebody… Uh, not somebody that I'd look up to. But I do admire his confidence. Um, He's a special kind of person. Yes. I, to continue… We have to say that everybody on this show… Are special types of people. Moving on, we have Carol Baskin, who is Joe's arch nemesis. She is a CEO of Florida's Big Cat Rescue, a quote-unquote nonprofit organization sanctuary for abused animals. And she is hellbent. She is dead set on shutting down Joe's zoo, accuses Joe and his entire team of being animal cruelty people, um, breeding tiger cubs in captivity for profit. And to me, personally, she looks like she should just be at Coachella all the time. Just with a flower like headband with her <laughs> flowing hair and tie-dye tiger print. Eric, they're called flower crowns. I'm sorry. I've never been to a festival. I don't know these things. Okay? <laughs> what, was, what did you think of Carol? Um, 
Carol is somebody that I feel like I've met at one point in my life. <laughs> um, Where? I don't know. So, some Sometime in my childhood. I don't okay. know. Maybe it was like my third grade teacher. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite so sure. But she, you know, she is really uh, the Joker to the Batman or the Batman to the Joker. Because we're not really sure if she's good or if she's bad. And, and that's kind of the dilemma that this entire show keeps going back and forth mm-hmm. on. Jim, do you know a Carol? Is there a Carol in your life? I don't think so. I think, I think if I did, it would be pretty <laughs> apparent. Um, I mean, some of that's that meticulous. If I knew a Carol, I would be on the run. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good way to put it. She would come after you on a bike or like a tricycle or a, or a go-kart with her hair just flowing. Like that, every time I saw her, I was like, she kind of has crazy eyes and her hair is just flowing and there should be like, like bird sounds in the back. It's like Little House on the Prairie on crack. Like it was really weird to me. Every time I saw her, I just got heebie-jeebies. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. she's weird. Mm-hmm. She's super weird. Yeah. Something's off. Uh, agreed. She also has a house that her entire closet is just cat prints. Right. I think that says enough. I, I just, if you haven't seen it, just imagine it. And, and we're she's gonna allergic let you to cats. Yeah. What? What? We can we can keep talking about her in just a little bit. Uh, the other main character that we are introduced to in the first uh, episode is Bhagavan Doc Antle, right? Who Joe Joe Exotic Joe Passage has referred to in some ways as a mentor of sorts. He is an animal trainer and owner of Myrtle Beach Safari in South Carolina, where all the young women who work there are oddly romantically linked to this man. (laughs) (laughs) He has his own estate. He has his own estate of like multiple wives and girlfriends. In like different homes. Different families. It was a very odd kind of thing. June, what did you think of this guy? My first immediate thought was, do you guys watch Game of Thrones? Yeah. Course. You know the guy that like he marries all. I mean, I don't want to split, but like the guy that marries all his daughters. Like he impregnates. Oh, like it reminded me of him. Like it kind of well because there's a meme. If you Google Game of Thrones and Tiger King comparison, they made a comparison chart for each <laughs> character. It's the funniest. It's like the collab you did. It's funny, but yeah, I'm gonna look it up. Who? Okay, so do you remember off the top of your head who Joe Exotic would be the equivalent of in Game of Thrones? I don't. But I know um, okay. Carol was the um, the uh, the evil queen, the the sister Cersei. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Oh, okay, Cersei. I like but, that. Yeah. Oh man. Now, like, here's the thing. Like, mostly through the first few episodes, I was like, oh, he's a doc. He has to be a doctor of something. Like, maybe he has like a, he's a veterinarian <laughs> or something because he loves animals. This dude is a doctor of mystical sciences. Yo, still a doc nonetheless. I mean, that's probably the most legit doc we've had in a while, right? Yeah. I mean… I think it's like a, a one-week online course. I'm kidding. I, re- I don't know anybody that has majored in this uh, or studied it. So yeah, excuse my ignorance on this one. Yeah, no. We don't mean to step on any toes if you are a uh, doctor of mystical <laughs> sciences. I'm really sorry. Exactly. Um, well, not- fun fact about… Uh, Doc Antle. He was actually in Britney Spears' Slave for You MTV performance. Yeah, I saw it. I looked back at it and I was like, why? I thought it was so interesting how as they're giving the introductions of all these main characters, uh, they're sprinkling in all these different celebrities that have encountered or uh, spoken uh, with each of them at one point or another, right? Like, mm-hmm. And we'll get into that. Like tigers, exotic animals. They're There's very, so very attractive… Uh, commodities. Right. Okay. So uh, we're going to start talking about this show in a little more detail now that you know some of the main characters. So we have a few talking points for the day. First of all, we have to talk about this big cat community and this obsession with power and fame and the sexiness, quote unquote, that is derived and, uh, and linked to having a tiger. Like for me, I had no clue. One of the facts that were in there was like there are more there are more tigers in captivity in the US than there are in the wild. That's insane. To which I said, who the hell owns a tiger? I don't understand. Do you like do you guys know anybody? I personally do not. Wait, Eric, you're asking me to call out my friends that yes. own tigers right now? If you have friends who own tigers, you need to unfriend them. To that point, I I understand where they're coming from. And I'm not saying it's right, 
But I mean, imagine having a bunch of baby tigers. Like, I'm sure you feel quite powerful. I mean, these are these are pets or animals that could rip you to shreds in, in seconds, right? But to to have them in captivity and to call them your pets, whether they like you or not, like I could I could see where they're coming from. It's not right, but I could see where that power. Like it's like riding a dragon. You know, uh, think about the Queen of Dragons in Game of Thrones. You know, like okay, okay. she. She's getting cockier every day as her dragon gets a little bit stronger, eating more human bodies. You know? Yeah. I mean, I guess, but dragons aren't real, dude. Right. But humans are all the same. Okay. I see, I I see mean, where you're coming from, Eddie. Yeah. I mean, I kind of see where you're coming from. But like, for me, I was, I was just blown away at like how big of a business this is. Like, I had no idea. Joe Exotic makes his entire living pretty much. Off selling these tiger cubs to all these different owners of wild exotic zoos around the all around the U.S. Right, like, and they're not even expensive. That's the crazy yeah. part. Like, yeah, they were like two thousand dollars. Like, you would imagine they would go for so much more than mm-hmm. that. Like, dude, Rocky was more expensive than that. I don't. Okay, I don't know if you want to share that, but just saying. Okay, he is a majestic animal. The Rod, oh, yeah, but he's beautiful. <laughs> I mean, there are dogs that are more expensive than a tiger. Yes. Mm-hmm. There are, I mean, horses are more expensive than tigers. I'm pretty sure cows are more expensive than that too. Dude, I mean, this list can go on. Like on the show, they were talking about it's like $2,000, $3,000 yeah. to own a tiger. And I was like, yeah, until you get eaten and you dead. Especially when like Joe was getting audited for all of his like expenses. And- yeah. Uh, he had all these line items of like, oh, sold tiger A and B at yeah. this time. Super yeah. sad, honestly. It, it it made me really upset. Um, but like, okay, let's talk about this. Having a cat, a big tiger as a pet, like there were probably moments where I was like, oh, it'd be cool to have a monkey. But then I was like, that's also insane. I'm glad you said that because there is something incredibly charming about having like a baby monkey on your shoulder. Think about Pirates of the Caribbean. Think about Aladdin. Exactly. You know, Pirates of the Caribbean, like every time they're under attack, there's that little monkey on board that they always cut to for like reactions. Yeah. And he's like always on Johnny Depp's shoulder. Right. I went to China and I took a photo with one of these monkeys in captivity. Uh-huh. And then it was like after the fact. And even when I was watching Tiger King, I was like, dude, I am contributing to the problem. You are. Yeah. How did you feel? Well, looking back, it was still one of the happiest moments of my <laughs> life. But, but right now… Um, I know that it wasn't right. I'll never do it again. But think about this. Okay, here's the other thing to put into context. If you're if you're living in East Cobb and you're living in suburbia or you're living in this place with not a lot to do, like having a crazy pet could make sense. Like for a lot of people. Like it's justifiable for them. Yeah. June, let me ask you this. If you walked out the door thinking there was an Amazon package on your front step and you open the door and there's just a baby tiger cub in there and it says, take care of me. Would you take care of it? I would really be tempted because I've been wanting a pet cat. Well, I've had two pet cats in my life. So you own tigers? I, that's just my way of saying I own like six tigers. Yes. Okay. But, All right. Um, I mean, but yeah, to your point, honestly, like I get the whole fascination and the power and thing. I mean, it's like, it's the most tangible way of living out a fantasy of like, it's very jungle book. You know, it's very like Life of Pi, like all these like Aladdin and and when you highlighted the whole dragon thing and, you know, Eric was like joking. It's like, dude, but, but they don't exist. But yeah, but Tiger's like up next where it's actually tangible. They exist. And you That's can right. kind of live out this crazy fantasy that you own a pet tiger. You guys, I'm, I'm realizing… I'm having a realization moment here and I'm really concerned. Now, as we grow up, we grow up watching all these Disney movies… And we watch like Aladdin and we watch Jungle Book and we fantasize and we romanticize owning these animals. Oh my god. Is Disney the root of all evil? <laughs> what oh is happening? God. I mean we've definitely been conditioned at a young age that this is okay and it's cool. I, would, I wouldn't mind making friends with a, with a cub or a bear. You know? I would love… I wouldn't own one. I would… To be completely honest, I would like to ha- be like a fun uncle to a friend that owns one. That's how I feel about everything in life. That's how I feel about babies. That's how I feel about dogs. That's how I feel about goldfish. Even food and restaurants. I want my friend to own a restaurant. That's how I feel. I, Eddie, I appreciate you having Rocky. I don't… Yeah, but you don't have to clean up his poop. I mean, I have, but I don't have to. And, and so. brush him 10 times a day. 
But you know what? It's a two-way street. He won't give you as many snuggles if you ain't taking care of him. You know what I'm saying? Fair enough. Fair enough. June, did you own any pets growing up? Yeah, um, I've had a dog for like a second. And then I've had two cats at different times. But one I gave to my cousin. Because my mom's allergic. so Because I, I, I was living at home. And so I couldn't really take care uh... of her. But yeah, but especially being in quarantine. Fun fact, apparently like adoption centers have raised their prices. Because so many people are adopting animals. So it's like, it's like good. But at the same time, it's like… Um, yeah. Yeah. I've thought about… I, I'll be honest. I've thought about it. I've thought about should we just go adopt puppies. But… You know, that wouldn't be responsible. But then you looked at yourself in the mirror and you had to be real with yourself. And I said, I can't even take care of myself. Exactly. What am I going to do to take care of him in life? That's right. Exactly. You know? <laughs> Anyways. All right. So, yeah. Let's talk about the next topic. Uh, Big Cat Community is such a power and fame. That was kind of our first one. The next one, we got to talk about now the characters here. There's this huge hatred between Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin. Let's Let's dive into this a little bit. I have some things to say. Go for it. We, we said in the intro, we're not sure who is right or wrong here between Joe and Carol. And it keeps flipping back and forth to see who is actually crazier and who is doing this for a good cause. You know, like Carol says she's an animal rescue, but then she also sells <laughs> tickets for people to come see the animals in cages that she said that she has liberated them right. from. So it's, it's very, very tough uh, to figure out who's right and wrong. Um, I'm going to come back to this Batman and Joker type of relationship, how mm-hmm. one can't live without the other. Right. You know, like they both benefited from all the chaos and all the online marketing and hate against each other. That's my analysis. I don't know, June. What do you think about this? Like, it's not even frenemies. It's just enemies. They just hate each other. It's it's very… It's like a deep-rooted hatred. That's like hard for me to comprehend. But what I think the documentary does so well is… Um, it, it, it had me switching sides. So I was watching it with my roommate. And literally every mm. 10 minutes, I'm like… Oh, dude, Joe's a piece of crap, you know? And then I'm like, oh, wait, Carol, what the heck are you doing? You know, it literally has me bouncing back and forth. Like I'm switching between being on Joe's side, back to Carol's side, back to Joe. And they do a good job. They they, they twist after twist. Right. I mean, it's kind of crazy. Like what, you know, if you guys have seen the show, you guys know. But pretty much like over the first two episodes, it's painting Joe as this like absolute crazy nut job. Which I think he is, right? Don't get me wrong. Like this man ran for president in 2016. He ran for governor of Oklahoma uh, or mayor or something. He puts out music videos of himself. (laughs) Like he's like absolutely insane. And they make him look batshit crazy. And Carol's just like smiling, hair flowing, Coachella, like flower wreath, blah, 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 wearing tiger print. And she's like, I'm here for the animals. Okay. By the way, by the end of season two, or by the end of episode two, the speculation is that she killed her husband. Right. So, yeah. so for me, I'm like, oh man, Joe's a bad guy. Wait, no, Carol's a bad guy. No, they're both just shitty people. Like that was kind of my realization. They're both bad guys. That was. That, are you Billie Eilish? Was that what it? Can I see you do that again? There. No, no, no. One more time. You see what I did there? One more time. No. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, it's. I thought the the show has done a really good job making you flip back and forth, like you said, June. I mean, I'm totally conflicted. I'm just in my house watching this with with my wife, and we're just like, "Oh, dude, this person is a pos," and you're like, "Oh, well, this person is too." And then you <laughs> and then you keep thinking about it, and, the, and there is no the best writer in the world. J.K. Rowling could not come up with a script like this with these types of people. You know, this is exactly what I want to see at a time like this. <laughs> this is the drama I can actually feed off of. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like this is the excitement that I need in my life. This is to fill the void in my personal life right now. So this is great. Right. It feels like it feels like a reality TV show almost. Okay. This is the most rea- this is the most real reality TV show I've ever seen. Right. <laughs> Reality TV, there's a fine line between being fake and scripted, which I think most are. And then there's real, real reality. This is a documentary going on, but it's shot with reality star type people, which is why it's mm. perfect. Mm. Exactly. Mm. And I guess I'm just going to put the put the icing on the cake on this one. If we were to put this in a documentary genre, I would say sci-fi. Why? Because it's so crazy. (laughs) These people are aliens. It's otherworldly. Yeah, I will say, I I actually, I 
genuinely for a second was like, is this a mockumentary? Is this like, is this actually real? <laughs> did they like, did they just script these news reports, like flashbacks and all this? But I'm like, oh, wait, no, this like, these stuff happen, like real life. No, it, it feels absolutely fake. Um, but it's, I, it's probably, this is one of my favorite feuds in a long time. You have Nicki Minaj and Cardi B, right? You got, who else? Who else helps you? You got Kim Kardashian, Kanye, and Taylor Swift. Everybody move aside. For me, 2020, it's Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin. I don't care. That's what I think. Great feuds. Yeah. I don't know. I think, you know… God and the devil. God and the devil. Are devil you, and devil. This is devil and devil. That might be the biggest. That might be the top. May, it might be. Okay. So our next talking point for Tiger King. Man. I, I also… Can we just talk about how much I love this title? That's a great yes. title. What? Tiger, Tiger King? King? Yeah. I think it might have been taken from Monkey King. Or Lion King. Oh, wow. But Monkey King has been in existence longer than Lion King, What right? is Monkey King? It's like a very famous Chinese superhero. Yeah. Not my but, cup of tea. I've right. seen it. I took Mandarin in high school and… I'm pretty sure you imitated it a lot too. Who? Monkey King? Yeah. Or maybe you just talked about it a lot. So I felt like you did. Unpopular opinion. Not Fair that enough. impressive of a superhero. Just okay. saying. All right. <laughs> We could talk about our Asian superheroes at another time and day because we have some strong feelings about Asian superheroes. <laughs> the Tiger um, King. Tiger King. So yeah. anyways, Tiger King. Um, I think the next topic is the ego of everybody involved in this show. Now, mm-hmm. outside of Joe Exotic, Carol Baskin, Doc Annal. Yeah, Doc Annal. We have like a drug kingpin who was jailed for like murdering people. And we have uh, other fascinating people who are just all so sure of themselves in their ability to own tigers. And everything that they're doing is right and just and fair. It's pretty much this consequence of, in a way, America… Everybody's for individualism and being like individual civil liberties and freedoms and like self-reliance and all this kind of stuff. Which is great. But it's this type of stuff that takes it to an extreme that makes for really good TV. I mean, I don't, I don't know about the social implications of shows like this and people like this. But the timing of the show, right, is also great for many, many reasons. But let, before we get into that, let's talk about the pride the hubris of these people, right? Mm. Joe, let's start there. Joe Exotic, he wants to be famous and he wants attention so bad. And my biggest takeaway was all of his runs for for government, but also his world-class music videos. My Lord, what'd you… Th- I, I loved it. I, I hate to admit it. Yeah. But I, I literally said… Wait, he has a nice voice. I, I was thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> I was like, yo, this guy has a great voice. Yes, the music video is like very uh, out of this world. They're but, like bad karaoke backgrounds. Mm-hmm. But like the marketing behind it and everything that he does and the branding, it fits It fits Joe Exotic. But then the vocals and the melodies, I was like, dude, who is he published by? Like, Why didn't he pursue this music career? Because it's not bad. Actually quite good. Yeah, I was surprised. June, what'd you think? Eric, Eric, let me ask you. Would you… If he hit you up for a collab… Oh man, you're putting me on a spot. Choose My, your words. Just like purely music. Oh man. Okay, if I didn't know the type of person he was… And it literally it was just… Hey, there's this artist that wants to do a collab with you in the country genre. And I heard it. I'd say like… Maybe? <laughs> Eric, <laughs> just stop right there. My Eddie's here being like, don't do it. He's like, it. as your manager, do John. As your I'm manager, you cannot right do that. Now I'm just getting all this like inbox flooding. Just people are just like, yo, I love tigers. Like, I don't have a following, but you know, win-win. I'm dope. Look, I was I was genuinely, genuinely surprised. Because I was like… I thought like, there's probably somebody else singing and he's just lip syncing. That's what I thought it was. And as the season, as the show goes on, we realize that it's actually his voice. And I was right. pleasantly surprised. June, how's your voice? I'm a closet singer. Uh, I'll kill it in the karaoke room, but that's actually a fun fact. I started off YouTube doing like covers and playing guitar. But what? No. And I and I wrote oh. songs in high school. But are they still up? 
it's I think they're like almost all private. They were they weren't on my page. It was my friend's page, but um, that's how I started YouTube. Yeah, I'm gonna have to hack your friend's page. Please, dude, no, no, g- no. give us a little something, man. I can't. give us a little I'm, tiger I'm very, song jingle. I'm, <laughs> I'm very shy when it comes to singing, but uh, one day if we go karaoke. All right, fair all enough. right. Um, but yeah, so Joe, this dude is out of this world. Now Carol, she like she puts on a facade of like I'm righteous and whatever. But think about that. To be that self-righteous and to be so so like sure of yourself in that way, to me, it was like, yo, she's cocky as hell too. Yeah. She's delusional. <laughs> yeah, delusional. That that is the right word. I mean, that's kind of where American Idol got really popular. You know, all these bad auditions, and then Simon saying, You're terrible, get out of this room, you don't have a career in music. And then the person afterwards, it's that is that Ryan Seacrest post audition that's amazing because people are like yo man I just I don't get it like my mom says I'm freaking amazing so I'm pretty damn good what does Simon know and I don't mean to put on that country accent you know <laughs> to stereotype anyone this is across the board okay that's yeah. just the- we had William Hung okay yeah. as Asian Americans we had to deal with the William Hung for about 10 years all right yeah, yeah that 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 took us back that took uh, us back a lot true. But I did meet him in person at the Crazy Rich Asians premiere. Oh. Lovely, lovely man. Um, I heard he's a, great in person. Yeah. Like he's like a great I'm sure guy. He is. Yeah. He's like a motivational but, speaker now. Yeah, he is a motivational speaker. Anyways, I think uh, Eric, back to your point about just how everyone is so self-righteous and, and thinking my, my way is the highway. I think this connects beautifully to what's going on right now Absolutely. in COVID-19. In this pandemic, we got kids going on spring break saying, I'm going to live my life. I just finished exams, so I'm going to go anyway. And then all of them giving, getting COVID-19 and being like, yo, what happened? And me sitting here punching the air and thinking, we all dead. That is where the U.S. at this moment is struggling. Uh, to contain this thing. Because there's so many people saying, it doesn't apply to me. I'm young, right? Like it's only for for old people. Um, And because everything's so divided and there's fake news going on and everything's sensationalized, everybody has their own opinion. And their opinion is the right opinion. And that's not helping anyone. You know, this is getting a lot more serious than anyone had ever expected. And I can't help but think it's because of people like Joe Exotic and Carol. <laughs> They're the most extreme situation, but it really is a projection of what it is to be American, right? I'm going to create my own private zoo. I love tigers, so I'm going to own 300 of them. And I can do that. Because like, it's not against the law. Can I, can, I, can I ask you guys a question? Go for it. You know, just to pick your brains. Because I, me, as a person, I like to get very introspective. And when I watch a lot of shows or anything, really, I kind of tie it back to myself or whatnot but um is there just just like a general statement for anyone listening to is there is there a little bit of joe exotic in us or a little bit of candace in us because <laughs> obviously the initial immediate reaction is like of course not silly but i think what for me what makes this show fascinating fascinating and and watching like keeping up with the kardashians and all these like drama filled shows is that we like to in a, in a sense, we're so self-righteous and that we're like, oh, we can completely remove myself from these kinds of people because I'm so far from that. Mm-hmm. And sure, like we are not raising exotic animals. We're not doing all these crazy, you know, drug lord type things. But at the core of kind of what Eddie was mentioning earlier, at the core of you know, just humans being humans, um, is there that sort of, you know, narcissism or self-righteousness in a sense or... Because we're also like, dude, that's so not me. So I'm above that. Is that why I enjoy watching these stuff? Because like, mm-hmm. I know that that's something that I'll never do. I don't know. So here's <laughs> here's what I think. I'm sure there are pieces and bits of it inside of everybody. But mm-hmm. there's a difference on it. Do you act on it or do you not act on it? Hell, yeah. if someone was like, if I could own tigers without any consequence, I'd probably get one. But… I'm smart enough to know that I will either A, get my arm ripped off and I have to feed it like animals all the time. And I'm like, no, that's not worth my time and investment. And it's dangerous. 
But some people don't think that way. So I'm sure there are there are tendencies that we all have for that. Like I'm a singer. Joe Exotic is kind of a singer, so I guess we are similar <laughs> in some ways. But but yeah. um, I mean, I and like the nipple piercings controlled in some ways. And the nipple piercings. Oh yeah, but I don't want nipple piercings. Like every time I saw that, I was like, that has to be so painful, so painful, and uncomfortable. But honestly, during this time of quarantine, wouldn't mind trying it. Because why not? Uh, because it's dangerous. Oh. Maybe nerve damage. Maybe it's painful. My reality every day is just changing by the second. <laughs> Netflix and all these dramas are just… You know, one day… You know, my wife and I are trying to reenact Item on class. And we're madly in love. And then the next day… You know, she's Carol. I'm Joe. And we're just butting heads nonstop. And… That is like the real sacrifice that we are doing on this show. By watching all of these shows and going deep dives. Because I can't separate myself from these shows. You get what I'm saying? So you want nipple piercings. But having said that, June's been awfully quiet when we came to nipple piercings. June, do you have nipple piercings? <laughs> I, you I mean, know, I've been judging. really… I'm so glad the camera cuts off right here because it, it pokes through all the time. So. Is that- I realize it must be intentional. You, you, we only see your face right now. <laughs> that is right, so right. true. <laughs> Dead quiet. I personally don't really get it. I've actually had multiple conversations with uh, women too. It's like what, like what? I don't get. It. I just don't get it. Nipple piercings? Yeah, I just I don't really get it. Now that we're talking about nipple piercings, there's a little baby story I have to. Eddie's yeah. like finally. Now that now that we're finally back on track <laughs> on the real things that I want to talk about, I have a pretty great story. Uh, about nipple piercings. So please, when I played soccer in college, one of our trainers my freshman year was like this serious guy. Never smiled. Wore a suit every day. Um, very like, hey, make sure you're taking care of yourself. Like you guys are athletes. You're representing the school. Blah, blah. And just making it so military-like. And we appreciated him. And uh, we didn't question him at any point. Um, Because he was so buttoned up. So like he has everything together. He has all the answers. But I remember one day we we all did like a pool exercise. uh, Stretching. And he came in. And he took his shirt off. Two of the biggest nipple rings I've ever seen (laughs) in my life. Like you know those hoop earrings? Like just hanging from his nips. Yeah. Yeah, And we're like whoa. That's totally cool. But what's the story here? (laughs) What's going on? Makes no sense. You know, but we uh, we're obviously too scared to confront it. But anyways, I thought that was great because you know he's not Joe Exotic, but he does have something in common with him. He's a, you know he has a little something under the shirts. Yeah, I loved it. I just want to say I don't know your coach, but I think that move was a power move. It was intentional. Oh, like a firm handshake, if you will. Oh, like he for sure intentionally <laughs> had his shirt off. He wanted it was a statement. It was a statement for sure. He's like, I dare you to try to say, like question it, please. Yeah. I like that. I like that. I like that. <laughs> Try me. But speaking of narcissism, bringing it back to Joe Exotic. Yeah. Did you guys notice? Um. Uh. Was it episode two when they mentioned like the hus the guy, the husband, one of the husbands? Well, he has like three husbands or something. Two husbands. But if you notice, if you notice, one of the husband has property of Joe Exotic tattooed on oh, his yeah. abdomen. <laughs> he does. If you want to talk about narcissism, you got your husband or like oh my boyfriend God. at the time. I don't know when he got the tattoo, but. Yeah. He talked him into getting property of Joe, like of your name, tattooed permanently, potentially yeah. on your side. Oh my god! And it's like pointing down to his package, right? That's impressive. Well, okay. Not only that, like there when I like, there was literally a female employee at his zoo. She got her arm bit off by a tiger, and instead of being like, "Oh my god, we're gonna we have to do all this stuff." This dude goes and puts on a fake EMS leather jacket. That was the first thing I realized. Did anybody realize that? No. That is true. Because… So this dude has a 24-hour camera crew on him that he hires. And he has his own TV show and station. Right? And part of it is they're shooting reality TV of him just like living life. And as soon as there's a medical emergency… He found the time to go find this medical jacket… And wear it around so he could pretend like he's helping in some way. It's like this dude is living in another world. The crazier part is 
on this through this under this facade of like I run this like zoo and I have all these employees that I'm responsible for. He's feeding his animals Walmart meat that they take from the trash cans. And not only are the animals eating from it, that's how he feeds his team. So the food comes in from the trash can and the employees go pick up stuff from the trash and then whatever's left they give to the tigers. You could say like, okay, they make do with what they have. But in other words, in other ways, it's like, it's reckless. Right. But isn't the whole concept of an Oscar Mayer sausage quite reckless? <laughs> grinding everything up and throwing it into a sausage. And, I mean, how far do you want to take this, Eric? I mean, dude. No, I understand what you're saying. But fun fact, did you know? I was also like, how are they eating all this expired meat? Mm-hmm. Or all these like packaged things like with past expiration dates. But uh, looked into it. Actually, turns out that if you get some packaged meat from like a Walmart. Mm-hmm. And you're like, hey, I want like uh, 10 pounds of filet. Mm-hmm. And you take it to the front counter. Oh, right. And then you change your mind and you say, I don't want it. They have to throw it away. Right. So he was saying that like… Yeah, that like whole bit of meat that they throw away… They would use that. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean he did open his own pizza shop. Uh, oh, look, on that campus. That literally made me… My stomach just churn. Yeah, and and it just… All of the footage in this in this documentary is really incredible. Because he had his own TV show. He had a 24-hour camera crew um, with all of this access to footage where you're like, how in the hell did they get all of this? But uh, again, one of the best shows ever made in my opinion. I think it's time that we just kind of hone in on this. We should get to the point where we have to say, do we commit to the show? Do we finish it off? Or do we quit it? So June, starting with you, what are you thinking? I mean, I don't want to speak for anyone else, but it's pretty obvious that I am committed. It's… It, it's very K-drama element for at the end of the episode, they leave you with like a cliffhanger. They're like, okay, I, I mean, I have to watch the next one. Yeah. yeah. So I'm committed. Well, I'm watching. If there, if there was one thing, you know, if people should watch for one thing and one thing only, what should they be watching for? When you think that that's all there is to the story, there's more. When you think it couldn't get any worse or any deeper, there's more. And that's the mm. craziness. And I'm like, Amen. I'm on episode two and there's all this going on. Like, how much worse can it get? And so that's what keeps me going. Yeah. Eddie, how about you? Yeah. I'm going to have to give it two thumbs up. Commit 1,000%. Think of this as Game of Thrones meets Star Trek meets Shrek. Meets uh, Shrek. And meets <laughs> Boy, uh, Boy Meets World. Huh? Exactly. You don't get it? Exactly. You should watch it. Fair. Um, if there's one thing that people should watch for, what what is it? I think in this current state of what is going on in this pandemic and being quarantined, every day can feel like a little bit of a downward spiral. Um, and, and they always say, when you're not feeling so well, name some things that you're grateful for. And this show will make you grateful that you are not a part of this circus. And that life is not that bad. That's all. All right. For me… I'll just be very open and say I am committed to this. I've already, to be very honest, I started watching it for this sh- for Commit or Quit, and I just finished it in two days. I like I didn't sleep. I wow. had to finish it. I could not stop myself. And let me just tell you, this is an incredible show. I don't commit to things very well. I have commitment issues, but this, I am locked and loaded. I am married to this. I am down with watching Tiger King. If there are a few things to watch for… If you've ever wondered if you want to own a tiger or an exotic animal… This will quickly let you know that you should not… Under any circumstance… Own a chimpanzee or a tiger. They will rip your face off. Okay? Number two… Um, there is some decent country music sprinkled in here and there. Right? <laughs> and some crazy cultish things going on. Number three… Are there likable protagonists in this? No! There are none. It's just a eclectic mixture of insane people. Which leads me to my last point. This show makes no sense whatsoever. Which is why it makes all the sense in the world. Mm-hmm. Every episode is a cliffhanger. And like June was saying… Just when you think… Oh okay like maybe they'll get to the murder mystery part. No. Because something crazier than a murder happens over and over and over. 
And this isn't even like a long season. It's like six or seven episodes. So for me, this is so commitment. So I'm committed. I would… If I could, I would do a tattoo on my chest that says Tiger King. So I could erase it when I'm through this phase. But I won't because I have a brain and I cannot do that. Um, But yes, I absolutely am down with this show. And um, would recommend it if you are bored. No. No. You should watch it no matter what. Eric, this is the most inspired, most enthusiastic I've ever seen you on a podcast ever. I cannot… I'm raving about this show. My friends were like, I, c- I had to stop watching after the cult part. I was like, what? You are weak. Get through this. <laughs> you're giving, me, you're giving me chills, dude. I just want to bash my head through a wall right now. I'm so <laughs> jacked up. Watch it again. Um, I, I might watch <laughs> I it again. Say, it's an honor. It's an honor to be a guest for this episode. For Tiger King. <laughs> what an honor. Like, Ethan one's cool and all. But like, the fact that you guys chose me. Like, Tiger Prince. I'm right there for it, man. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, Before we wrap this up, let's just do this. One word to sum up Tiger King. One word. I'll go. Go for it. Bonkers. Bonkers. Go for it. Love. What? Eric, (laughs) come on. It's just one word, dude. Don't question what I have to say. (laughs) What? What? (laughs) Um, For me, magic. That's it. Bonkers. Love. Magic. Magic. Bonkers love and magic. The critics have spoken. That's pretty much it. That's that's it. Um, So we're going to start wrapping up this episode of The Tiger King uh, on Commit or Quit. Thank you everybody for listening if you got this far. And if you have not watched it, you should definitely watch it clearly. And uh, if you have watched it, hopefully you guys enjoyed some of the discussion that we had. Um, This is, as you can tell… The very, very early beginnings of this show, Commit or Quit. So as the season goes on, we will improve. We will iterate. We will have more immersive discussions and find ways to make this more interactive for you guys. So please, please, please stay tuned. Um, Big, big thank you to June. Thank you so much for joining us um, and committing to this show for the past hour or so. Um, Anything going on that we should look forward to? Where can we find you? Plug whatever you need. Hit us up Mm -hmm. right now. Yeah, uh, my handles are Junly Comedy, J O N. Um, I mean, due to everything, a lot of my events did get canceled, but I just got hit up by Dallas. So I might have an event there that I'll be hosting. And um, fun fact uh, after all this is over, I might be having my first like official, official like meet and greet. Cause I always like got kind of scared and shy to do it, but yeah. that'll be held in LA. So um, yeah, that that's something to look forward to. But until then, just. If you guys want to check out my content, I'm primarily on Instagram. Um, now, like Facebook and TikTok too. So come check me out. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you so much for joining us, June. Everybody, please check out at June Lee Comedy. He has a lot of relatable comedic videos and stuff all over social media. So check it out. And this is how we're going to start wrapping up another episode of Commit or Quit. Hope you guys enjoyed hearing our thoughts on Tiger King episodes one and two. Um, And let us know if you agree with our decision to commit to this show. (laughs) Tag us on Twitter at The Dive Studios to let us know your thoughts. You can obviously find us at The Dive Studios on Instagram. This video as well as many of our other shows are available on YouTube.com slash Dive Studios. And please become a patron at Patreon.com slash Dive Studios. Eddie, anything you want to add? No. Really? No, that's it. Okay. He says that's it. Before we leave though, lastly, please subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss any other shows coming out. And uh, leave us a nice rating or review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to this. Everybody, please stay inside. Don't leave your house. Binge shows with us. Let us know what you want to watch. And uh, be happy, be healthy, and we'll see you next week on Commit or Quit. Bye. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.